Welcome, everyone. This is the DFS Bomb. All right. We have here Sunday night, Game 3, NBA Finals, LA Lakers, Miami Heat. Looking like it could possibly be a sweep here for the Lakers up 2-0. Before we get into the game here and the players, some good news report back from this past Friday night. Uh, was able to take down first place in the main tournament on FanDuel. Winning lineup right here. We had LeBron James in the MVP spot, followed up by Jimmy Butler in the star. Davis at the pro. Olenek and Caldwell Pope. Ended up being a little over $6,000. So I think there was 28 people that end up uh, being tied for that spot there. And what I ended up doing was, uh, you know, in that game, there was some lineups that had potential to have huge ties. So, for example, um, for me to get this lineup with the last, like, under two minutes, KCP hit a baseline three, and that jumped me up into that top spot. Um, and before there, I had a couple other lineups that were in there as well. One of them had none as that utility spot with Olenek. And despite there being 3000 in salary left over with Nunn's performance from game one, that that tie was only maybe like, I think, 1400 for first. And then there was another lineup where it had Crowder in there. Where I think there's basically no money left over the table, and that one was like maybe like seven hundred bucks or something like that. Where I I know had that been the winning lineup, I actually would have lost. I would have got first, but I actually lost money overall. So what I'll do sometimes um, on certain some of my lineups, I feel have a, a propensity to have a potential to have a big tie, as I'll take those and I'll throw them over to a secondary contest. And uh, in this case, I did that with the same lineup. So there was another contest where it was ten thousand for first. And uh, there was a tie. I think maybe that one was like seven or eight people. I can't remember, but it was twenty six hundred dollars for that one. So overall, net profit for the night was about eighty five to nine thousand dollars, somewhere in that ballpark. So I was real happy with the evening, a real uh, nice uh, night there. So, so yeah, let's uh, get into the game here. If you have not yet subscribed to the channel, please do so. We've been running these stats all the way through the playoffs here into the finals and. Uh, yeah, getting some messages like like, like uh, a lot of folks have been having some nice wins the last couple weeks. Um, recapping game one, the lineup, winning lineup on FanDuel was Davis and MVP. Then we have James in that second spot. Butler was in the third. Green and then Kendrick Nunn, like I mentioned, had a monster game. And Green had, uh, Danny Green had a hell of a game that game too. Um, so anyhow, those are recapped. And first game, I normally don't play on DraftKings, so I didn't even put a lineup in there. And then I did last time, I put two lineups and I cashed on one of them. And son of a gun, I forgot to even check what the winning lineup was. So uh, most of you regular listeners know that I pretty much play more on just FanDuel. But then I'm going to start to like play on DraftKings and do that like maybe a little bit more of like a cash lineup approach and just try to do like a handful there versus on FanDuel. I'm GPP player specializing in one and two game tournament slates and i basically will do like my 150 entries and some of my spillovers and whatnot and same thing with football so that's pretty much like how i'm defined as a player and i do some main slate stuff too but that's more of like a cash lineup approach um i just think there's too much variance in the main slate to try to do like for me personally to try to do a lot of mass lineups so anyhow that's just a quick little recap of uh who's been winning and these lineups and what's going on with it so, all right, let's get in here to the players. Excuse me. We have LeBron James coming in. He's $16,000 on FanDuel, $13,000 on DraftKings. 
averaging 59 points so far in this series overall for the playoffs 56 points obviously a lot to like there with lebron james um fanduel him and davis are the basically those guys and i threw i did throw in some lineups with butler at that mvp spot to try to make to give me like some more unique type contrarian type lineups that really maybe potentially have a big huge payday but really for the most part particularly cash lineup i think it's kind of a lock to take james and davis in that top spot for FanDuel. um both great guys to potentially have as well into DraftKings. but when we do take it at DraftKings, we are really taking into the value play a little bit versus raw points with the salary multiplier all right, and speaking of Davis, he's been averaging 55 points. So he's right behind Davis this series. Overall for the playoffs, 50 points. 15,000 on FanDuel, 12,200 on DraftKings. With him being cheaper on DraftKings, you potentially like that price. Jimmy Butler, he's a guy for me. He's he's in, in my lineups. Now, again, unfortunately, a lot of these lineups with, with these guys kind of go, there is potentially have that big tie. Um, but Jimmy Butler is a guy that will sit there, come in, and I will grow that second spot to include James Davis and Butler. Um, and really, if I was just to play with a handful of lineups, I'd probably just keep it at that. Butler's been averaging 45 points for this series, 40 points, about 40 points overall for the playoffs. And as expected with that game, the last game out, 54 points. Before that, 37 points, but... You just you figured um, with Dragic being out, out of bio, I mean, that he was going to be very assertive, and he was. Um, it looks like right now that, that out of bio and Dragic, they're both doubtful. So I would probably expect Butler to come out and really be aggressive again and have a big game. But I will say this, though, too, with Butler, is um, he's, he's pretty capable of having a very mediocre game, maybe being like in the low to mid-30s. Um, so in times when you're building these lineups and I noticed that is when, when you're building them out with, with these three guys being in, cause, cause those three guys were basically in 75% of my lineups yesterday, maybe even more than that, probably more than that. And then I did start to play around with them being in different spots. So for example, I had some lineups where I'd have these two guys, um, or, or two of the big, we'll call them the big three for now, two of the big three being in the top two spots. And then I would take the other guy and throw one of them in the utility spots with the idea that uh, like um, like Harrell wouldn't fit in that lineup, but but uh, I don't, well, actually he might have with, with some of the lower price guys. But anyway, then trying to have maybe like, with the idea, I guess basically that last spot fell into James or Davis. I guess it could be Butler, but with the idea that one of them have a off game. And then there's somebody unexpected that rises up to that third spot. And um, from what I gathered on some of those lineups, like, for example, that winning lineup. And I tell you what, fucking Olenek had the night to do it, too. 35 points, man. A lot of times that third spot, if you have 35 points on Fandle, you'll be there. And so if you can just imagine, like, if that happened, and let's just say, uh, like, going back, like, uh, four, four or five games ago, Davis had, like, only a 30-point night. That shit would have happened again. Um, with Olenek, I was looking at that lineup and it only looked like there was maybe like, like seven people or something to have that lineup. And then now we're talking, Jesus, that, that would have been like over 50 grand, um, b between how the payouts work, uh, for that one. So that's kind of a way to maybe make yourself like a little bit unique with, uh, some of these guys. Um, Butler, 
on on uh, DraftKings at 9,800. You got to like that price again with just him being the starter being cheaper there. Um, so yeah, that's something to potentially like there. Uh, all right, like I mentioned, out of bio, looks like he's out. Hero, little bit disappointing so far this series. Um, only averaging about 25 points overall, about 30 for the playoffs that series before, 39 points. I mean, he was just playing unbelievable. I really thought that first game, especially when Drogic got hurt, that he would really dominate that second half. Like, you know, I mean, he, you guys, if you've been watching the Heat throughout the playoffs, I mean, he has games where he's just taken over uh, certain stretches of the game, and none end up being that guy. And then he came back, he started the other night, he played 42 minutes, but only 28 points. So I, I think that he probably has a, a huge game in him somewhere. 11,000 on FanDuel, 8,400 on DraftKings. A little bit, I kind of do feel it's a little bit pricey on, on DraftKings. Um, it's kind of like, I mean, not for the production based on the prior round, but the first round he had averaged 27 points, second round about, about 25, and then he just really tore it up that last round. So <laughs> that's a guy... Um, he was a uh, he was a guy that I had bumped up into the third spot, and that was pretty much my player list. My player pool was pretty small. It was like I mentioned, it was James and Davis primarily into the first spot. I expanded out and include the big three into the second, and then and then down into the third spot. The big three was there, and then I added Harrow into there as well, and that was pretty much it. Other than I did take some of those lineups. Uh, that I mentioned where I had taken either one of the big three and put it into the utility spot. Um, so anyhow, expect him. I think he's going to have a, just a huge monster game at some point in time. Uh, and then, and it, like I say, it looked like Dragic is out again too. So I would expect that Harold will probably come in and start. Rondo, 9,000 on FanDuel, 7,000 on DraftKings. Had a hell of a game last game out. Almost 35 points in 26 minutes. It was just the way the cookie crumbled. Normally that would be in that lineup. But with the with the top three guys doing so well and then having your cheaper price guys do as well as they did, he wasn't in there. Um, so it's kind of interesting that that had happened and played out that way. Um, so with him, yeah, overall for the playoffs, he's been averaging 27 points, 25 points here. The first game is only 15 points. Uh, the series prior... Um, he had about 24 points, and then going back in the second round with Houston, it was 31. So with Rondo, when it's all said and done with, <coughs> I think like you know that 24, 25 point is probably you know that's, I mean that's that is kind of basically what he's averaging. So what's he going to come out and do this next game? I don't know. You know, probably split the difference, I suppose. Crowder. Another guy, I'm expecting him, you know, potentially with all these injuries, to have a big game. And so, for example, going back, that was a guy that I'd put into some of those, uh, the third spots a little bit. I had a little bit of crowd in there. I threw some Olenek in there um, with Olenek being like in, in none. And in, in none, given that one game, probably I wouldn't have been surprised if there was, there's probably a fair amount of him into that third spot. But those were basically the three guys that I took from the Heat with the idea that that Jimmy Butler would have a shitty game or maybe there'd be a blowout in between Davis and uh, LeBron that maybe one of those guys would have like like a 30, like just a very like kind of shitty game too. Um, so again, I don't think those are necessarily bad strategies. Now with Crowder overall, been averaging 25 points. This series only 22. That last series it averaged almost 27 points. The second round series, 27 points. 
So with him playing, now this thing though too, is he only played 28 minutes. So that was a little bit unique. Uh, for the playoffs, he'd been averaging 30 minutes overall. Um, and that first round, I played 24 minutes. That first game, only 24 minutes too. Part of that, I would suppose you would say to the, the reemergence of Andre Iguodala. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but yeah, like if you go back to Iguodala, 25 minutes, 25 minutes, whereas that prior series, he only averaged 17 minutes. So, so I don't know, you know, with, with Crowder going back in that third spot, I probably will rethink that strategy. Um, I don't know though. I, I just, they just seem so shorthanded. I, and I think, I do really think he's got a 30 point game in him. Um, so anyhow, yeah, I guess, I guess I'll just have to see kind of where I'm at with my lineups. So green, um, I'm honestly not too surprised by this. It just seems like it's kind of par for the course. Uh, he came out, he gave you 30 points, and then turned around and fouled it up with 14. It's just typical Danny Green. Averaging 19 points overall for the playoffs in 25 minutes. This round, 22 minutes. Last round, 18 minutes. Second round, or excuse me, 18 points, 18 points, and 20 points. So I think that was probably his ceiling game. I'd expect him to probably fall back down around, you know, 20, 22 points, maybe 24. He's only 3,800 on DraftKings, so I definitely like his potential. Um, I mean, you just look at Crowder, 6,600 on, on DraftKings. So 3,800, I could definitely see Green um, being uh, really in play on those lineups. But with the nine grand, um, I, I don't know. Uh but on the flip side, I guess this is really what you're looking at it. At nine grand, there's Duncan Robinson, who's underperformed. I think he's got a big game. You have eight, KCP, it's 8,500. Kuzma, eight grand. Howard, 85. Igo Dow, 85. So I guess really at the end of the day, it's if you're looking at those lineups, you're like, I don't know what's Green's potential to have a game, uh, a bigger game than any of those guys. And it's it's good as any of those guys, too. So it, it is tricky with it. Um, and it's funny because KCP's actually been very consistent. Um, and, uh, yeah, he like I mentioned, he was in the winning line of 23 points, 24. Or at least he's been consistent this series, I should say. Overall for the playoffs, averaging 28 minutes and 17 points. So it's kind of funny. And, uh, and the reason I'm just kind of mentioning these guys, I'm going to jump around a little bit here. So... This is something that kind of seems like, so Green goes off, okay, and then you have KCP, all right, he had his game, and it seems like usually if I had a bet at some point, you kind of wonder, is Caruso going to end up having one of those, like, big games? He's been playing 22 minutes overall. He's been averaging 23 minutes and 18 points uh, for the playoffs, and occasionally it just seems like every four or five games he ends up having a big game. So he's kind of a guy I – I expect him to be in the winning lineup at some point, you know, that utility spot, at least on FanDuel. Um, so anyhow, let, let's jump back up to Robinson, talk about him a little bit. So he's 9,000, like I mentioned, on FanDuel. 5,200 on DraftKings, really been struggling. Uh, only only five points that first game in 27 minutes. This last game out, 21 minutes, 18 points. And yeah, it's just a far cry from... I guess then that he was tearing up before, but that last round he played 28 minutes and had 21 points. I suppose maybe 
you know, recency bias. He'd finished that that last round off with two 25-point games, and he had had a couple of those games where he was just fucking on fire from three in the first half. So, you know, those type of performances maybe stick out in your head a little bit. But, yeah, he's really come in and struggled. And I was surprised. I'm surprised by this 21 minutes with uh, with Dragic being out. Um, yeah, you just, uh, you, you know, but again, the way none, none played pretty solid again last night. So maybe it's not that surprising. But, yeah. Um, and as like I mentioned in that last video, God, those injuries that's just, just really kind of threw everything in the air. I mean, I was really dialed in with uh, the heat and the rotations on how they were going to be, and then shit happens, I guess, uh, right? So, all right, yeah, we talked a little bit about KCP already. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, was, he was going to win a lineup last time. Uh, 8500 on FanDuel, 4600 on DraftKings, so a nice little price there. We have Kuzma came out and started off pretty good, but he only finished with, like, 11, 12 points. And I tell you, you know, it was funny. He was basically the first guy. He was, I want to say, last time he was nine grand. No, no, he was actually was eight thousand last game. He was a guy. I literally made him the first guy. I made some lineups with him, and then I just got his ass out of the player pool. And I mean, and he, I could flat out do it. Probably just take his ass right out and just not even think twice about it. Um, I'm still. I'm sure I'll still put some in there. Um, with 8,000, but like I mentioned before, if I had to look between, like, say, Green, Robinson, KCP, Howard, and him, Eagle Dalla, he's probably got the least potential at this point in time to go out and have a good game. So, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. And then Howard, um, yeah, uh, he he's he played 16 minutes so far, averaging in 15 points. I just, I don't really know it. You know, um, it's not like the Heat have got a big center. It's just the, the his style of play. Like with when he had Jokic, a bigger guy, like that last series where he played 20 minutes and averaged 20 points, not seeing it. He's a guy potentially too. You could maybe just be dump his ass out of the player pool. The only thing with Howard is that he'll, I mean, you guys have all seen, I'm sure, is he'll have those moments, particularly on Fandle with three points for blocks and steals. He comes in, gets a couple blocks, a couple steals, gets his rebounds couple putbacks and next thing you know the dude's got a fucking monster game you know and he does it like 20 you know 15 20 minutes so i don't completely write him off but he's getting to the point he's a little bit harder to really get behind so and then i mentioned Igodala. he'd come out going back to that last series that last game he played 27 minutes and had 26 points and then he came back first game had uh, this finals had 25 minutes 24 points and then 25 minutes and he only came back with 11 points there Overall for the playoffs, 19 uh, minutes. He's been averaging about 14 points. So he's obviously back into that rotation. And he's, you know, if he goes out there and he's playing another 25 minutes, he could easily get you 25, maybe even 30 type points. Um, so he's relevant definitely into the utility spots. Uh, I did not fart around with him into that, uh, to that third spot on FanDuel. Definitely would make you a little bit unique if you wanted to. It just that's probably too much of a stretch. Now on DraftKings at the three thousand um, dollars with that price tag, I mean for the utility spot to be able to buy down for a guy that's like gonna give you play half the game, I think that's a guy that's worth uh, you know getting some shares of him. Uh, we'd already kind of talked about Crusoe a little bit. He's he's like he's thirty four hundred, so he's a little bit expensive. So Ego Dalla might even to some degree, even though I do think Crusoe's due for a big game, you might think I don't think it's really crazy. I think Ego Dalla might have a little bit more of an upside. 
Now Caruso, uh, as, as far as FanDuel though, he's seventy five hundred, so he's so he's cheaper than Iguodala. So um, so they kind of offset depending uh, what slate you might be playing. Morris, um, seven thousand on FanDuel, twenty eight hundred on DraftKings. Kind of maybe as I expected a little bit. His minutes are up. His he just he's a better matchup. Like you know why basically why you don't see McGee playing that much, and you're not really seeing Howard play all that much. I suppose it's just he's going to match up better with like the Kelly Olenek of the world, but um, and maybe even uh, Leonard potentially that's like can shoot the three. Um, he is a guy I just I did drop him out of my player pool though, and um, I kind of was sweating it a little bit at one point. I just don't know though. Like overall, I mean, he's averaging 16 minutes and 13 points for this series. Uh, for the playoffs, about 17 minutes and just like 11 points. And I guess the closest production I think you could look at him, if you are considering playing him, is would probably be like that second round series against Houston. That's who Miami is most similar to. And the reason why he played more minutes and they basically had, because they don't have that center, right, Houston. So at that point, if you guys remember, like Howard didn't even play. And McGee was hardly playing at all. In fact, I just dropped McGee out of the player pool here. So now in that series, he played 20 minutes and averaged 14 points. His biggest game, he gave you a 22. Um, I guess he had two games where he gave you 22 points. If he were to give you 22 points at seven grand, that could be the guy. Um, I did drop him out of it, and I'll probably continue to do so. I just don't. I think it's going to be hard for me to rationalize. Um, all right, so we have Kendrick Nunn here. I suppose I should have actually sorted that by uh, salary, but because um, yeah they didn't adjust he was only 6500 that last game so now they got him more appropriately priced at 10,000 on FanDuel um he came out and gave gave you another good game at that at that price tag now um yeah he was like what 40% owned or something like that on FanDuel he's 4400 on DraftKings so I think that's a little bit more kind of like reasonable type pricing so with him, the first game, as you guys saw, I mean, 19 uh, minutes and 27 points, and he came out and did 29 minutes and 23, 24 points. Um, yeah, you know, as far as I'm concerned, he'll still he'll still be a big part of the of my player pool, um, and I'll throw him into that third spot. I'm sure. I think he has it in there, but it is kind of unique that the how the lineups will work is like because he's not going to fit in the lineup with the big three. It's just not there's not enough salary cap. Uh, Olenek is coming in uh, at 8,000 on FanDuel, only 3,200 on DraftKings. Yeah, 37 minutes, 36 points. That first game, 18 minutes, 21 points. When he plays, he's a baller. I mean, you can. I'm not really all that surprised, uh, to be honest with you, just seeing how he played in some of those uh, games in the regular season when they had some injuries and he was getting minutes. Overall for the playoffs, about average about 14 minutes and 15 points. And so, yeah, I mean, just look at it. He's a point-per-minute guy. And he's a guy, if uh, particularly assuming that Dragic and uh, what's-his-nuts uh, out of bio are, are out again, I'm going to throw – I'll probably continue to throw him in that third spot just to kind of make me, like, more unique, you know, give me that contrarian play. You have Hill. And he, I guess he didn't play that last game um, with Miami. And then they did have Leonard. And um, I saw that news come in real late. I'd already had all my lineups in, and then all of a sudden he was starting. I was like, "Shit!" And and I and I hemmed and hods like, should I, you know, maybe edit some lineups, like maybe like with Kuzma or something? And I didn't. And luckily, it didn't come back to bite me. But he's only six thousand dollars now, and I don't know if you guys remember him when in Portland. And I guess I can't. 
I know he started for the Heat early in the year, and I mean he's not a bad player. Um, he's literally like can be like a point per minute sort of player too. And so if for some reason he gets a bigger run, that's my guy that I could see blowing up. And 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 ultimately I just said like I'm not gonna fuck around with it. And for me it worked because Olenek was 6,500 and uh, Nunn was 6,500 too. And it's like, well, what are the chances that he's going to, I mean, it's only $500 difference in the price. And what are the chances that between those two that I know are going to get minutes that he's going to outscore them? This from FanDuel perspective. And and I was right on that. Well, now that those other guys' prices went up so much, I think he's probably, and you know, and I didn't put him in here, uh, Derek Jones. I think, I don't know if he really even played that much. He had gotten a little bit of run here and there, but um who knows with Leonard? And again, that that's a little bit more of a leap of faith. So, like from a cash lineup standpoint, I probably wouldn't worry about it. Um, and I don't know too. Sometimes, like when the real cheap guy, if he's kind of an obvious cheap guy, and and like let's just say like it might be where like you could fit Javis, let's say James Davis Butler him, and then like it ends up being like Dragic or like not Dragic, but like say Harold or Rondo or somebody that's real common. Sometimes those end up being relatively common lineups too. Um, so it's not like, I don't know, it's not maybe as nice as you might think as, as it could be potentially, or maybe as unique as you might think it might be at times either. So so it's just some things to consider there. So, all right, guys. Um, yeah, I hope you go out and kick some ass on Sunday night. You're probably playing some football too. So Go ahead, kick ass. I hope you kick ass in that. I might try to do a Sunday night showdown video. It's usually not quite as big compared to Thursday and Monday nights, and there's just a lot going on. We got the NBA, so I'm not even bother with this week, but I'll definitely have a Monday night video out for the uh, NFL showdown. And hell, well, it might be too, depending on what happens with that Chiefs and Patriots game, and who knows, we might even have a Tuesday night. I'm kind of hoping that they push that game to Tuesday night, so that'd be, that'd be fucking awesome. They'll have... Uh, yeah, man, we'll have uh, we'll have a Sunday night NFL showdown, a Monday night one, a Tuesday night one. We'll have NBA again at least for uh, Tuesday, at least one more game. As I can at this point probably just be four games, uh, from what I'm seeing. But hopefully Miami, uh, you know, squeezes another one out. I don't. Most of you guys heard that it sounds like they're not going to probably restart the NBA until 2021. Initially, it was like projected around Christmas. So I figured let's get our licks in and uh, our our. Try to win some big money uh, to cap off that season. So, all right, guys, I will see you later. Kick some ass. Bye.